Hello and welcome to the conversation. Mini. I'm Heil Russell. And I'm Cameron Regal. And we are here to discuss our immediate-ish thoughts on the Super Mario Brothers movie final trailer. Uh, this is it. Mercifully, it's over. Uh, besides, you know, actually watching the movie. Uh, we, but the, the, the whole, like, hype cycle is, is done. Tickets are now up for pre-order. So we, we can get through this and then just, uh, get in our little emotional bomb shelters and watch the movie. Uh, so th- this was short. It, it, it was, uh, I think, more on par with the teaser trailer, but um, we, we got more Donkey Kong bits in it, so that's all worth discussing. There's also some news uh, breaking from the updated Japanese website for this movie, which has a lot more information than the the other nationalities, all, all of the other languages that you can find the Super Mario Brothers movie official websites on are junk compared to the Japanese one. So we have some news about what the movie's interpretation of Donkey Kong might be all about. And we are streaming this live on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash DKVine. Hello to Habe Sloth. Hello to John Tessier. We'll be checking in as we stream, as we record this. And, you know, bounce off us if you'd like. Hello to Freezer. Uh, I'll, I'll try to say hello as I see you, but we also got to discuss Hi, everybody. the episode, right? Or the, not the episode. We, the episode is discussing the trailer. So, Cameron, uh, uh, immediate thoughts. What, what did you think about the final trailer for this for this damn movie? I appreciate the kind of trailer that it was because um, I... I knew being that we're on DK Vine and I I guess what I'll say is like, I have a, there was two things I was worried about, two reasons I had to worry about with this trailer, which is um, one, I am a person who is really, really bad at accidentally stumbling into major spoilers for something I'm really excited to engage with. And I also know that, uh, Historically, certain Illumination movies have had a problem with um, overzealous trailer editing that basically is a Cliff's Notes version of the entire movie. Mm -hmm. And so I was dreading going in that like, well, do I want to watch the trailer? Because it might just recap the entire plot of the movie. But if I don't watch the trailer... I'm just going to like log into any social media and see people saying like, oh, oh, did you hear like K. Rule came out from behind a curtain and started doing the Macarena? Yeah, which sounds like something that would happen in an Illumination movie, actually. Uh, That's Cameron's prediction, everyone. You heard it. No, I, you know, I feel like we know the broad strokes of the movie at this point. I mean, obviously there are finer details we do not know, but I feel like we've been able to piece together from that, that full length trailer that showed off the Kongs and the Kong society. I think we really started to piece together how the, the basic beats of the movie would go. 
there are some surprises still, and I think there there was one little bit in this trailer that took me off guard because I didn't anticipate it. It uh, the the level of involvement of Donkey Kong past a certain part of the movie. So let's get into it. Uh, so so it started off in Bowser's castle in his uh, dungeon, I, I guess, with all of his various prisoners. In these little bird cages, and um, didn't we see this in Super Mario RPG? Like the the hanging bird cage, uh, wasn't that from the beginning of Super Mario RPG? I I think you might be thinking of the chandeliers at the beginning of okay. Super Mario RPG. Um, it's funny that this. <laughs> my first thought was the the cages from the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, because I rewatched that scene due to Sea of Thieves. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm um, thinking of. Then it's I... also another, yet another um, weird alignment this movie seems to have with Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Um, okay. Complete so... with the the fiery, like an, a fire element below the the cages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Super Mario RPG, I think the reason this was on my mind was I was squinting looking for kongs in the background and i'm like this is where chain kong is going to be snuck in like uh, uh, you know at, at this point i wouldn't put it past them uh to to go that damn deep um, yeah but uh no kongs i was definitely scanning this these cages for like easter eggs but uh i felt like i turned up empty like most of them are penguins but also like the odd members of what you would think would be Bowser's forces, like Goombas and Koopas. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the turncoats are those who have fallen out of his favor, and, you know, that, that's, a, that's a common trope in all of the various party games and what have you. Is yeah, that, and, like, the, the the RPGs, like Paper Mario, even just kind of treat, like, they kind of flip it a little bit, where, like, there are just normal, everyday Koopas and Goombas trying to live their lives. Mm-hmm. And then there's Bowser's forces who are clearly, like, distinguished from the others. Yeah. I liked the, um, is it a Luma? The, 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 the blue thing? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a Luma of some kind. I don't really recognize that specific Luma design. Granted, I... Admit to my shame, I never finished Mario Galaxy 2. Maybe there's some element of that I'm missing. But every time I've seen a Luma, they, aside from Lubba or the, like, the sparks in Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, they don't really tend to have mouths like this or, like, the little hair variation. So, so my biggest concern with this movie, I think, was illustrated in this scene because they have this legitimately funny uh exchange from this luma like uh sw- swinging back and forth and saying like the i i forget what the actual quote is the only escape is is the sweet release of death or something and and you're like more or less that yeah, in yeah a very yeah. like funny childish voice yes yes and i'm like that's funny but they immediately blunt the humor by having the other characters comment on it and and i'm yeah you know it it's a kids movie but it should just be let to stand, and granted, some of that might just be down to trailer editing. It could be, because trailers are always deceptive in this day and age. 
it's also just like a really common convention in trailers to like, oh, you told a joke, better cut to audio of like characters saying oof or awkward or. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hated it. But, um, (laughs) you know, I also, I also realize, you know, I, I am a grown ass man complaining about a children's cartoon. Big Duck Boy in the chat uh, being very helpful and pointing out it's Luma Lee, the shopkeeper from Galaxy. I just completely memory hold this character. Yeah, actually, their design is pretty intact. So yeah, off to off to off to a good start. Me entirely like having to trade in my Mario badge for not knowing what this character is. I don't even have a Mario badge, Cameron. I proudly know nothing beyond the DKU. So you're you're in better shape than I am here. Uh, I mean. Well, what you want is the Wario badge and the Luigi badge. Then when you combine them, you get Waluigi's clothes. So anyway, uh, Luigi's in the dungeon. Uh, I feel like Luigi is just, uh, I mean, they've already said as much that he's basically in Peach's traditional role in this movie. And uh, yeah, I know, I know the... the Luigi fans out there are aghast that he might just be the brother in distress for this movie but i'm sure he'll have a little bit more of an active role you I mean given the the kind of character luigi has evolved into over the years i think this is kind of perfect for him yeah because you put the the character who's carved a niche out as like the the frady cat of the cast and put him in the worst possible scenario yeah um, so, so then we cut to Donkey Kong and, and Donkey Kong has an appearance in the middle of the trailer, which I assume is from near the end of the film because he and Mario are in just the Mushroom Kingdom proper and it looks like it's been invaded by Bowser's forces. You got, you got the Koopas and the Goombas, um, in the, the land. and the others. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're in the land and so... Uh, Mario is with Donkey Kong and he kicks him a question mark block and a fire flower pops up and Donkey Kong gets imbued with the power of the fire flower, which uh, sets him ablaze temporarily and it changes his clothing and some of his fur to reflect the fire power. I am impressed they let them do this. Yeah, I mean, Donkey Kong's already technically off-model, considering, you know, he doesn't look quite like he does in the game. So I guess anything goes at this point. But it does make logistic sense. If you give Donkey Kong the power of the Fire Flower, something will change. Something will get augmented on him, just like it does with Mario and Luigi, where in that case, they get the white clothing. Donkey Kong's mostly nude, except for the tie. So yes, the tie does turn white, but they also gave him some uh, some white hair up in his cowlick and around his wrist. It reminds me a bit of the like fur patterns the Kongs and Jungle Beat had. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, this has always been like it, it feels like the like the thing that's always like the elephant in the room with Donkey Kong in Mario games that like you just don't talk about, which is like well. Mario can use all these power-ups, and so can Peach and Rosalina. Like, in theory, Donkey Kong should be able to as well, and he just never does. Yeah, Because the situation never comes up where he would. I mean, yeah, the the only time, like, power-ups come into play in Donkey Kong's appearances in these games are Mario Kart, when they're just dropped on the track. 
Mario Party, which is, you know, they don't really work in the traditional way. There's never Donkey Kong in a platforming Mario game. So it's never really brought up, I guess. Um, like the closest we've come is Yoshi's Island DS with baby Donkey Kong. Right. Yeah. And in that he's just a baby, so he's not going to be doing very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm fine with this. It's surprising that we see this in the trailer, Mario and Donkey Kong being buddy-buddy, considering up until this point, we've just seen them as antagonists. I can see them putting this in here. Just Oh, to... they've spoiled that that Mario did not, in fact, die. Yeah. When DK I... <laughs> said he would. <laughs> Why am I even going to go see it now? Now... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I can see them wanting to put out, like, hey, Mario and Donkey Kong, they patch it up. Don't worry, kids. It's not scary. But of course, this is where the plot was going. We, we know as much that eventually Mario, Peach, and Toad break bread with Donkey and Cranky. It's nice that I don't feel like they really gave away anything about the plot that you couldn't already assume. Yeah. I'm still on the fence about Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, just because we haven't heard enough actual conversational dialogue from him. We've heard him say, now you die. And now we've heard him scream fire. Um, you know, he said a little bit more than now you die trailer, you know, ha, you're a kitty cat. Ha. And, and, um, I don't know. I would like, I would like to just hear him say a sentence. We need more con. Like, I've, I've said before, I was relieved he was a normal guy, but all these, now that you just, like, lay out the only things we've heard him say, these sound like the ramblings of a very unhinged person. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want him to be too buffoonish, I guess, is my biggest worry. Like, you know, the, the, the and it's very easy to go that route in this type of ensemble movie where Donkey Kong is not the main focus. You know, if Donkey Kong's the main focus of your story, he tends to be a little bit more grounded. Maybe he'll be a little bit dim-witted or, you know, as the Donkey Kong Country cartoon put him into these scenarios, he was the um, Jack from Three's company, always getting into these wacky misunderstandings. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I just don't want him to be, no, <laughs> I'm Donkey Kong. Yeah, I think there's a difference between a buffoon and a goofball. And yeah. Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong Country is a goofball. Yeah. I, I think there, there's a there's a different type of goofball I always associate him as, where he's a laid back goofball rather than, um, I don't know, somebody who like smells his own farts and enjoys it. I, I I'm I'm not gonna walk into this feeling like I need to be negative about this. I I just don't know how to feel yet. But it was cool to see him and Mario teaming up. This is the role that traditionally would be bestowed upon Luigi. And here we have Mario and Donkey Kong storming the the Mushroom Kingdom together, taking out Bowser's forces, the Koopa Troop. So that was pretty surprising. Like, I, I expected them to leave Donkey Kong Island on the Rainbow Road, or or I guess the Jungle Kingdom. We'll get into that here. Uh, I expected them to leave it on the the Rainbow Road and, you know, something would pick off the Kongs one by one. Um, and I still think that might happen as we see from later from this trailer, but I think Donkey Kong makes it with Mario back to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to this, like, Mad Max car chase they seem to be doing. Well, speaking of the carts, so 
one of our theories was absolutely confirmed in this trailer and in the adjacent direct pieces that they filmed with um, Miyamoto and everyone from Illumination and the cast. And that is that the Mario Karts are, in fact, invented, created, built by the Kongs. We are right, everybody. We we cracked the code here. We actually see the Kong garage that houses all of these uh, carts. And it looks, it, it's like an ancient temple uh, refitted as a modern day garage. We, we see little uh, stone reliefs of what looks like some sort of approximation between the arcade Donkey Kong sprites you always see in retros games and the modern Donkey Kong holding these checkered flags. With very lanky Kong uh, elongated arms. Yeah, yeah. And and we can see, like, across... It, it, I, I can't even, like, make out what all the carts are, but we see the one that's hanging in frame as we see the garage has a banana emblem on it. So that I'm wondering about, like, do you think that's... A banana emblem, like, in the same way that, like, Mario Karts have emblems to designate who's driving them? Or are these carts fueled by bananas, like in Diddy Kong Racing? You know, I, I don't know how this works, because we, uh, we see Mario, Peach, and Toad approaching, I guess, where their carts are housed. But there seems to be some sort of slot machine mechanic underneath. And I'm wondering if this is where, like, the carts are built and if it's using some sort of, like, ancient Kong magic or something. It, it reminds me of the slot machines from Super Mario Brothers 2, you know, the the ending to that. But I'm not sure if I'm just misreading the visual here. But, yeah, I, I'm not sure how these are constructed because we were thinking it was going to be Funky who invented all of these. But this suggests that maybe carts play a, a larger role in, like ancient kong society in the, in the lore of this movie i don't really know and and they're like constructed in this temple using some sort of alchemy <laughs> i don't really know yeah i i mean funky could still be like overseeing but this definitely seems a lot more mass production than i would have yeah initially thought yeah it's it's interesting and as i made a joke on social media when i was you know preparing for this live conversation you know technically this means in the lore of the movie diddy kong racing came first mario kart <laughs> is just the pale imitator and you know obviously we're not going to bring in timbers island into the equation here mostly because nintendo doesn't own the rights to any of that but in a sense that's true in the lore of the movie the mushroom kingdom ripped off the kongs yeah, no song for spiders pointing out in the chat that the Koopas do have carts too. So it's not Kong exclusive, but uh, they are clearly like they are aesthetically different as well. Yeah, and and it's clear that like I I don't think the Mushroom Kingdom utilizes this. So what was there this parallel development where at the very least it's like we're we're seeing this from like the perspective of the Kongs using them at the yeah. very least. Yeah, and it's and it's new to Peach and Mario, so I don't know. I I think it's cool if the carts exist elsewhere. The primary carts in that we're going to see are Kong handiwork, and that's really cool. Yeah. So I, I mentioned the little intro and outro that came bundled with the Nintendo Direct. If you watched it on Nintendo's uh, YouTube channel, 
um, you, you had the usual introduction by Miyamoto and, and um, anyway, they, they brought on some of the producers after the fact. I, I should point out that they had um, some of the cast actually standing together. Uh, they were able to get Chris Pratt with Charlie Day. I was trying to figure out if they like green screened these folks together, like composited, but they were just like together on a on a promotional special not yeah. that long ago. So they may have been in the same physical space. Who voices Donkey Kong in this? Seth Rogen. That's it. And uh, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. And then they had Anna Taylor-Joy and Jack Black together. Because I, I guess, you know, they, they couldn't get them all in the same city at the same time. But, you know, they, they did this little banter like, oh, it's Mario Day. Since it's Mario Day in Japan, March 10th. If you don't know what Mario Day is. And and it was like, well, why can't it be Luigi Day? Oh, it should be Donkey Kong Day. It can't be Donkey Kong Day. It felt like the painful Nintendo Direct E3 jokes of old. And I felt weirdly nostalgic <laughs> because I was just like, oh, oh, I hate this. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> not for me. No, humor is not for me. But um, anyway, so... They brought on the directors afterwards, and I talked a little bit about the uh, cart design in this movie. Do you want to read the quote? Yeah, we get another big nugget here. This is from uh, Michael Jelnick. Uh, we also brought in artists who specialize in vehicle design and worked closely with the team at Nintendo to recreate some new carts that felt organic to the Jungle Kingdom while still inspired by the iconic game designs. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, there you go. There's your hard confirmation. Jungle Kingdom. Jungle King. And, and it seems like that's what they're calling it in the movie based off promotional merchandise leaks and, and other things. And just outright confirmed here, it is called the Jungle Kingdom. Yeah, it's a uh, it's what it's also the name of that Hot Wheels set that you and Jeff discussed on the last episode about the movie. Yeah. So, you know, I, I could see. People thinking I would hate this because I'm the guy who keep never shuts up about the cartoon calling it Congo Bongo Island instead of Donkey Kong Island. I'm fine with it not being Donkey Kong Island in the movie. In, in the context of what they're doing and the story they're telling, I, I think just calling it Jungle Kingdom works fine. Um, Jungle Kingdom also is a name that allows the location to have more than one name. Yeah. It can... St- an island can be part of a kingdom. Yeah, but also, again, this is not the canon of the games. I, I know a lot of people are thinking, well, this is what the general populace will think. It's going to be like how everybody thought the Joker killed Batman's parents after the 1989 movie. And yeah, yeah, that's that's probably true. But ultimately, it, Nintendo's not going to just erase the, um, the canon of the video games. So, well, going forward... Donkey Kong Island is going to be called the Jungle Kingdom. It's been called Donkey Kong Island as recently as Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. The retro games called it Donkey Kong Island. It's not going to change. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry there. Yeah, I can't imagine very much is going to pour back into the games from this movie. No, I, I think the inspirations we're seeing that ally with things like the theme park are more directly inspired by the theme park than any... um attempt at like overriding the direction of the franchise but you know i i also kind of like that for all of the debate about whether or not donkey kong island is part of the same world as as the mushroom kingdom 
Uh, this skirts it entirely by saying, well, this is the Jungle Kingdom. Does, doesn't fucking matter here. <laughs> so that works for me. But yeah, uh, No Song for Spiders brought up that the Koopa Troop, or whatever they're calling it in this movie, do have their own evil cards. And it looks like they're waiting to ambush uh, Mario, Peach, Toad, and the Kong army. I mean, I already made the Mad Max comparison. It definitely didn't escape my notice that they are shiny and chrome. Right. So I I don't I can't I can't really get a read if they're lying in wait near the Jungle Kingdom or or somewhere in the Jungle Kingdom or if it's somewhere else that you can access the Rainbow Road, which seems work like the Bifrost in this movie. But it- yeah. It might just, like, connect everything, really, because it seems that, from the structure of this trailer, it seems like there is a return trip to the Mushroom Kingdom. They don't just go to the Jungle Kingdom and then straight to Bowser, Well, because you have to have that scene of Donkey Kong and Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, so I'm thinking this is where things turn south for our heroes, because there is uh a, a Koopa ambush, and we get this big Mario Kart style set piece on the rainbow road and at this point we we may have like our setting up the third act where the 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 heroes are separated maybe mario and donkey kong you know get ambushed and stick together and the koopas take over the mushroom kingdom i i don't know but um we we see this is the kind of ambiguity i like that the trailer has yeah yeah but but we do see the the Kongs and and we don't see many, much of the Kongs in this. Um, I was expecting, given the fact that they were promoting this trailer with the new poster that had Cranky Kong in it, we didn't get any Cranky that I could see. If he was there, it was it was far in the background. But um, yeah, we like we we don't know what happens to Peach. We don't know what happens to Toad. We don't know what happens to Cranky. We can surmise that Mario and Donkey Kong make it out of this together since they're both in a mushroom kingdom presumably in the final act but yeah get 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 a fun little uh exaggerated mario kart sequence when i say exaggerated because you see stuff you would never see in a mario kart game like mario's cart blowing up and him having to jump on a koopa's cart um <laughs> but that's that's cool i wouldn't mind seeing that sort of um that that would be pretty miserable as a standard feature, but as sort of a um, like just destructive mode in Mario Kart that you could access, that would be pretty fun. That reminds me. Of I feel Don- like all the crash. I feel like all the crash tag team racing fans are looking directly at the camera. Well, I was I was thinking of Donkey Kong <laughs> Racing naturally because this was something that Rare talked up for Donkey Kong Racing, where you could hop from Animal Steed to Animal Steed and. I don't know if it, it would involve knocking a rival off the rhinoceros or what have you, but that's that that would be pretty cool. Anyway, um, that's basically the trailer. So before we get into the other news that broke alongside the trailer, any final thoughts on the trailer itself? Um, just. Really solid all around. It was exactly what I would have wanted this trailer to be. It gave us something new to talk about with Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny now that we talked about like, would we want to see like a a the Super Mario Brothers movie, the game? I if that were to ever be a thing, I kind of wanted to be a Mario Kart now. 
Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that's not Nintendo style, though. Or, it's not. It's it's not. It's just a thought exercise. This, this isn't Street Fighter, where we had Street Fighter in the movie, the game, which I think is great. And, and, and if it did happen, we just got done talking about would variants of characters count as DKU games? Like, oh, this isn't Donkey Kong. This is movie Donkey Kong. But that's a variant of Donkey Kong Country Donkey Kong. And that would be a fun debate. I, I could get lots of podcasts out of that, Cameron. In, in the chat, uh, Porygon Q says in Mario Odyssey, the kingdoms have two names. Blank Kingdom, i.e. Metro Kingdom, and the actual name, New Donk City. They'll probably do that with DK Island Jungle Kingdom. And No Song for Spiders says Kingdom leans in the Mario vibe. And this is the Mario movie. DK games are going to be different from Mario games mechanically and aesthetically or else why make DK games? And I agree. Both their points. Uh, to No Song for Spider's point, I think that people lose sight of that, that internally, Nintendo does view Donkey Kong as something different than Mario. Mario can use Donkey Kong or Diddy or, or even Dixie or Funky if they're feeling fresh when it's appropriate, but they are very restrained usually incorporating them and if you need proof of that look at new donk city and the restraint they actually put into new donk city yes there were references but they were they were very careful about well let's not actually have donkey kong appear in new donk city that might be a bridge too far but we'll we'll have this sprite of arcade Donkey Kong appear. That kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's really hard to see that from our vantage point where it's been nine years since a full-fledged standalone new Donkey Kong game. But we're going to, I think, really live and breathe it once the new Donkey Kong game does come out. So, patience, Grasshopper. So, Cameron, speaking of being Donkey Kong fans and getting persnickety about Donkey Kong lore. Oh, when would we ever do that? I think Rare Era fans got a big win, a big uh, green or purple parrot feather in our hats with Nintendo or berets that have a rare pin on them because the Japanese website for the movie, uh, you know, we live in a fantastic age. I don't speak a word of Japanese, but you can just click the little translate button and you get a mostly faithful translation into English for anything these days. And I don't know how 101% accurate this is, but when you translate Donkey Kong's little mini blurb of a bio on the Japanese website, and this was first pointed out, by the way, by the Kremlin campaigner, uh, so, so thank you to that, them. It says, for movie Donkey Kong, the successor and son of Cranky Kong, who leads the Jungle Kingdom and the Kong Army. He's a very powerful warrior, but he's also a little childish. Cameron, you've gone silent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure have. I, I don't know if there, if there is, cause I, I, I don't know enough about translational errors here to, it, it, it might have said grandson in Japanese and then you flip it and it, and it interprets it as son. That is possible. So I'm not really like 
running around with my uh, my clothes off screaming to the moon right now. But I've been saying, Cameron, that all of the changes they've been making for this movie have been done for efficiency's sake, right? Like, what tells the best story in a 90-minute runtime? You've got to consolidate 40-plus years of not just Mario history, but all of Rare's nonsense, too, and distill it into some sort of narrative that makes sense and is digestible to the general viewing populace who may have never played anything from Nintendo. So I think it makes complete sense that they're bypassing the whole AS9. Yes, it's AS9. Uh, Cranky Kong is the grandfather who's the original Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is his grandson who's the current Donkey Kong, but he was raised as his son. There's a Donkey Kong Jr. in there. Maybe it's Donkey Kong's father. Maybe it's current Donkey Kong. We're not going to bring it up. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I think... Like uh, like the other things in this movie so far, I th- this is the kind of j- just like merging, like not even like entertaining the question of like do DK and Mario exist in different universes, sort of thing. Mm. When you have a ninety minute movie, you're starting with a clean slate. Th- these are the kind of liberties you should take when you have the benefit of nearly 30 years of hindsight to streamline your backstory for a mass audience. Yeah. Instead of getting like rigidly hung up on it real, really rigidly hung up on the text that was written by some guys in their early twenties in 1994 for a game where the story was constantly evolving behind the scenes that their own co-workers a few years later tried to step back and like themselves streamline, but was ignored because everybody just defaults to the first Donkey Kong country. Yeah. That's, that's worth bringing up because I, I can see this ruffling some feathers. Personally, I'm laughing internally (laughs) like they're just cackling at this because this has always been dk vine's preferred understanding like like we've accepted we've long since accepted that yes cranky is the grandfather biologically but they view each other as father and son it it reminds me a bit of how like adaptations of teenage mutant ninja turtles speaking of seth rogan like will usually combine Hamato Yoshi and Splinter into one character. Right. Right. Be- because it's kind of stupid to have a little rat doing karate um, in a cage. <laughs> it's just... No, it, there's more pathos if you actually make him the the sensei. So, anyway. Yeah, I, I, I think, like, it's always been DK Vine's preferred take that Cranky is basically his father. Like, you, you, you can get hung up on, as you said, like, all of the contradictions that Rare themselves tried to retcon in 1999, and it didn't stick, mostly because of the buyout. But Illumination, and maybe even Miyamoto, acknowledges that, yeah, it's just cleaner if Cranky is... If he's going to be the original Donkey Kong, whatever, then... This is this is Donkey Kong Jr. And for all intents and purposes, he is Donkey Kong Jr. in this movie. So 
Yeah. Bravo. This is one change I can get behind. <laughs> there is also um, another component to this uh, Japanese page that I think we should maybe address. Um, oh, sure. As pointed out by in our chat by uh, Kremlin Cutthroat 19. So um, that background behind Donkey Kong with the stadium full of Kongs. Yeah is a uh, pretty high-resolution image. Mm. And uh, I'm just going to repost the link in our Twitch chat real quick so you can take a gander. So oh, before nice. we get to the to the real meat and potatoes, I want to point out the... It seems like they clearly know which Kongs that Donkey Kong would be obscuring because there's a bunch of them T-posing in this stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So so since since you can't see this because this is an audio-only podcast, let me, uh, let me explain. This is the entire high-res background of that Donkey Kong holding a barrel in the Coliseum poster that came out with the first full-length trailer, except now Donkey Kong... And and the text for the movie aren't obscuring anything, so we we can see the entirety of of the Coliseum. And oh my God, is that Chunky Kong? It sure looks like it. Oh yeah, bottom hell. bottom right corner of this image. Hell of a guy. Oh my God, it's Chunky, everyone. Chunky is back. In, in this in this image that we we couldn't see because he was cut off on the poster, Chunky Watch is finally real. Uh, so <laughs> that that is that it? Is that the last Kong who never came back post buyout? Like we, everybody's been accounted for essentially post two thousand two now. Huh? Yeah, Lanky was in uh, Barrel Blast slash Jet Race. Kitty. Kitty. I mean, well, well, Kitty. We we think we saw in the trailer, so in in the one trailer along with Funky. We don't know hundred percent, hundred one percent, hundred three percent in Kitty's case. I was a lot more confident we saw Kitty before I realized just how many <laughs> Kongs there were. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll say softly that that Kitty's in there, but I I, I think that's undisputably Chunky. So that's pretty exciting. And look, if Chunky is there, if Swanky is there. Obviously, Funky's going to be there. Like who we thought was Funky in the trailer. I'm I'm confident Funky is is lurking around someplace. So, yeah, that's that's pretty thrilling. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> I think we should. Uh, I, I I guess end our discussion until the movie comes out. So when when the Super Mario Brothers movie is released we will have a massive conversation about it i don't know the the actual logistics of it yet especially because uh we we all need to see it and we all live in different places so we can't just roll into the theater together you know but i would like it to be a massive roundtable of a conversation with a bunch of the staff so it's going to be a big episode when when it comes out sometime after april 5th we probably won't do the conversation on april 5th we got to give everybody a chance to go see it but it'll probably come a few days after so stay tuned for that we're out this has been a file 2 production <laughs> on donkey kong